Zeke, how long has it been since you've had a haircut? Man, son, we own full-on struggle bus. Maybe like those tractor trailers that are, uh, you know, they're not even 18-wheelers. They're pulling like the double loads or whatever. <laughs> like the bus is long. That is like the biggest mop. The only other time I've seen you with longer hair is you had a man bun and a ponytail. I felt kind of like Bill Murray in uh, Ghostbusters. But I think especially with the current weather we've got going and these uh, curls I'm rocking all over the place, I might can pass for like Little Dicky or something. <laughs> it's not the first time you've passed for that. Talk about the rapper, asshole. <laughs> Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Hello, Zeke Baker. Man, I mean, seriously though, like, just need a haircut. You're still over that hair, aren't you? That's a current concern of mine. Another one is, I swear, I think these mask things—they're throwing off the orientation of my jawline or like my mouth. I mean, I feel like certain teeth grinding that never have, and it's not like my mouth suddenly changed. So you're using a mask for the reason why you have TMJ. Not TMJ. It's just like, um, literally, like I feel like certain teeth grinding, especially by the end of the day. Maybe you should wear a mouth guard underneath that mask. And it's only during the work shift. I have the neoprene ones, and those are pretty comfortable. Or even you can get one of those things. Why don't you get one of the things that you wear when you're fishing so it gets your whole neck and it's comfy? I don't even know what you're talking about, to be honest. Oh, it protects your neck. So it goes around like like a scarf, but it's not a scarf. Like I'll show you sometime, but you put it around. It's a neck gaiter. It covers the back of your neck and the front of your neck, but you can pull it up over your nose if you want to. You get cool little things on there. Like you could get the Georgia state flag. You could get a big G on there for Georgia. I don't know. We'll have to see how uh, how hot this might be as well, because I'm already sweating my ass off to death. Well, the good thing is those are dry fit. You know, anything goes bad with it, you just toss it in the washer dryer, you're good. You'll have to send me a link on this one. I will. Speaking of links, our friends right now, everybody is staying home. Check out our friends at cascartel.com. They are changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol, and it is a huge convenience play. Obviously, it is online shopping for whiskey and bourbon, and some of that allocated stuff might be a little more expensive, but for your daily drinkers, stuff you want all the time, they will do it at the right price, directly shipped to your front door. From the comfort of your own home, you could be sitting on the couch, watching the game show network, whatever else is on. You've already finished Ozark, you finished Tiger King, you finished everything else, and now you've moved on. You need something to drink while you're watching TV. Go to www.cascartel.com, get it shipped directly to your door, whatever spirit you want. They have all of them. Also follow them on Instagram at Cast Cartel. They're always doing awesome giveaways to their followers. You never know what you're going to get from them. They just did Blanton's Gold. They've done some other good stuff, something with Yellowstone before. So check them out at Cast Cartel and CastCartel.com. I love how you're always telling me how busy you are and don't have time for anything. But then also, I mean, now granted, I will say some of these shows and stuff you name off, I've at least heard of, but I haven't had time to watch a single one of them. 
Oh, I haven't watched Ozark. Where are you finding these hours? I haven't watched Ozark. I the only time the only show. So I watched Tiger King last month. The only show I have time for is The Last Dance right now, and that is my one night a week to watch TV. I watch both episodes on Sundays. That is the only thing I'm basically watching on TV because I'm either busy doing work or I'm editing this podcast or we're doing our live show or all sorts of things going on. Man, I don't have time for anything. You cut out the gym, bud? The gym's not open, so I'm going hiking. You can work out calisthenics. Yeah, I'm going hiking in the afternoons. Well, there you go. I'm trying to stay fit, take my daughter with me, and then we get a little bit into the hike, and then I have a 45-pound weight that's on my shoulders that I'm hiking around with in addition to my backpack, so you know how that goes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Trust me. Anyways, tonight we are drinking Chicken Cock Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is non-age stated. It's 100% made in Kentucky, 45% ABV, 90 proof. The old bottling of it, it was back when it was sourced out of Owensboro, it was 70% corn, 21% rye, 9% malted barley. We are unsure if this is the mash bill moving forward for this. This is the new one that came out. It is non-age stated, but everybody has told me it's about five years old. This bottle was gifted to us from Adam Zinzer over at Grain and Barrel Spirits. So Adam, thank you for sending this our way. We had an awesome podcast in the past with Adam and Greg Snyder, the master distiller for Chicken Cock. We've enjoyed some of the stuff they had in the past. This is kind of their more everyday offering that they now have out, Zeke. Yeah, and I'm sure if, uh, you know... We weren't as busy as we are, and I'd message Greg ahead of time. He'd be more than happy to share with us. My quick kudos to him is just uh, active in the Facebook group, contributes uh, you know, interesting relics about bourbon from back in the day, as well as some current offerings and stuff, and uh, definitely a positive member. Oh, yeah. I think if there's anyone who's an industry insider that is the most active in Dad's Drinking Bourbon, it is Greg Snyder. Yeah. and we love having him there he really brings a lot to that group so thank you so much greg for everything you do and thank you for distilling whiskey and teaching us all about it i mean the guy his resume i remember when we had him on i mean he ran the brown foreman cooperage he was high up at wild turkey there's all these different things he's done his resume knows no bounds. He worked at Beam, I think, at some time. I mean, shoot, I have to go back and check his resume again, but I think he's checked off the boxes at pretty much every distillery that we know of. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember when uh, going into the show, really had no knowledge or, or background or anything, and then 10 minutes later after he's uh, just given us the, the Cliff Notes version of his progression through whiskey, it's like, whoa. Zeke got down on his knees, and he's like, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're scum. I'm not bending that much for anybody. I wouldn't come back up. You gave him a Wayne's World. Don't worry. (laughs) This is kind of their regular offering. It's coming in. Do you want me to tell you the price yet or wait? No, wait till the end. All right. We'll do that. So what do you get on the nose on this one, Zeke? I don't want this to sound like I was, you know, phoning it in by any means. But literally, I got faint oak at first, then a progression into some sweet corn. Not young, but, but a good sweet aroma. And then you could just tell there was going to be some rye spice that came along in the back. You know, not to say I'm bland, but not having any, uh, you know, specific things there. It's, you know, all the necessary elements of a good bourbon. It just didn't have any, you know, 
outliers, whether they were good or bad to me. Are you still talking about the nose or have you moved on? No, yeah, the nose. Yeah, I mean, the nose for me, I was surprised at how much oak I got on the nose for a five-year-old. I definitely got a whole bunch of, I hate even saying this word, you know I hate saying this word, but I got a whole bunch of vanilla. You? Never. I. It's the fat kid in me. And then towards the end of it, you know, I did agree with you that there is a little bit of spice in there that you know that that balance is in there. But this one, a lot of oak and vanilla, I think, are the predominant things on the nose for me. So I didn't get too much vanilla out of this. And circling back to it, much more of a, a caramel, candy corn, somewhere in that realm of sugars and corn, the fermentation process kind of thing versus vanilla, so to speak. Ah, that's fair. What'd you get on the taste? Palette-wise, I mean, the first thing I really noticed on the tip of the tongue was you, you could pick up age off this. And if you're telling me it's five years, quote unquote, then that's the youngest in the blend. And I would just have to bet there's something older in the blend. I just can't imagine that something that's five years has that kind of characteristic to it. It could be wrong. It won't be the third time probably, but you know, it happens. From there, it really moved into, I just put down somewhat aged corn. It wasn't young. It wasn't old. It was just in that middle area to where it, it's not offensive on either side of the coin. And then from there, really just like the nose, it, you know, it moved into a, a nice just little rye tingle at the back. Nothing overwhelming, you know, off-putting at all. And as I kind of revisited it a time or three and, and tried to see what else I could, you know, the only thing I really came up with uh, was it was just, you know, slightly young in the middle. And then another strange thing I picked up at first, it has like this weird cooling effect to me. I don't know what that is. And obviously it's not a high proof pour, but at first it, it just has a cooling feel to the mouth along with that oak that comes in and then the corn and then really just does a 180 off of those two. And you get a little dry singe and a little heat, but the fact that you almost have a perceived temperature change as well is nice, I think. You know, you're, you're sensing things across the board. The crazy thing for me uh, on this one was off the gate, I said it's pretty leather and tannin forward. Like it's a little dry. And I think that's where you were saying it shows the age in the front, but it moves to a lighter corn, vanilla and butterscotch, almost a candy feel in the middle. And then the finish for me, I said the oak lingers. So I, I kind of shit. I hate to say that this is two episodes in a row that we agree with each other. But I kind of get that age in the oak and the the leather and the tannin in the beginning. And then it moves to that youngish in the middle. And then the finish is all oak and old again. So I thought it's kind of really cool how this moves in and out. And it, you know, it's not always going to be the same. It's going to give you a little different experience while you're drinking it. That's kind of where I was even when I did the, my nosy notes on this. Is you know, Like I said, I didn't want to sound like I was you know, phoning it in by oil. I mean, those are intangibles in most of bourbon. I feel like it's kind of a, uh, I guess, maybe a textbook like entry pour, especially at 90 proof, to where you were trying to show off, well, here's this side of bourbon that people like. Here's this that people getting like. Here's this that people getting like. It's really all there. And for me, especially in the back, I didn't get as much of that drying or oak compared to the front. Uh, the, the rye really seemed to, uh, you know, it didn't kick up hard, but. It's there enough to where you, you, you get that element of whiskey as well. Totally with you. 90 proof, so uh, I wouldn't really go into a finish on this for me. How about you? 
I just said that Oak lingers is what I said for the finish. You know, it, it it's there and it stays with you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. It's like, it kind of goes old to young to old. When we were talking about that corn, vanilla, butterscotch middle for me, where that Oak comes right back in on the finish and you know, it's there. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say it, it's blended well to, you know, have the core elements that, you know, the masses would look for, so to speak, especially if, like for me, if you look at folks, um, kind of the generation a little bit ahead of us that still really gets worked up over age statements that just expects certain things in every bourbon for it to be good, quote unquote, that's where this really hits home. Oh yeah. So this comes in at 60 bucks based off that, where are you at on this? 60 is a little tough for me on this one, especially for a 90 proofer. If I'm going 60, I won't cash drink. So if I'm in the mood for that, I get the full flavor bomb. And if I also, if I want to cut it, I can. And I was trying to think of, you know, some things to kind of compare this to. The first thing that popped in my mind, especially with the amount of oak that kind of came out in this was Eagle Rare. I'd say this is much more well-rounded than an Eagle Rare pour, other than maybe a few, you know, really good picks had. At the same time, Eagle Rare's half the price for a 750 i still think though even if this was at you know 45 to 50 i think it would be in a much better area for people you're given it starts with a four that's a good area but i definitely think this is a good pour you know and I, i also think that chicken cock the way that it is i think you're gonna see more brands now that are kind of these boutique brands that which is kind of what chicken cock is it it's a you know, revitalization of a prohibition bottle was something that was around pre-prohibition. This is the bottle is a replica of the bottle that was in that time. And so you're going to see brands like that pop up that I think command the extra 10 to 15 bucks. You know, it's easy for us to say this should be in the forties. If this was a heaven hill or a Four Roses, or a Jim Beam, or one of these other bigger factories putting this out. I think the smaller brands doing contract distilling or sourcing, they're going to charge the extra 10 to 15 bucks for this. So if you're cool with that, and you're cool with supporting those brands, then by all means, buy it. I, I think it's a great pour. If not, I would definitely enjoy this at a bar. Yeah. And I mean, I think people, like I said, in the older generation that want a 90 proof bourbon, but won't the flavors of what, you know, used to be there. This hits the nail on the head. I don't know if Greg blended this or a team or whom, but hats off to cheers. This is the blend itself is really good. I would just have a problem dropping 60 bucks for it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's you and I both, if we're spending 60 bucks, you said it before. And I, I have to agree with that. I want cast strength. If I'm spending that much, I don't want to spend 60 bucks for something that is under a hundred proof. It feels kind of off for me. Yeah. Anyways, go check them out. Chickencockwhiskey.com, grain and barrel spirits. Thank you, Adam, for sending this our way. Greg, great job on the blend and, and the whiskey. You know, it is a great pour. Want to send a big thank you to our friends at premiumbarproducts.com for sponsoring this show as well. So, you know, if you want to get your Glen Karen's laser etched engraved, you want Glens, you want Wee Glens, you want neat glasses, you want Tua glasses, you want Tipsy Rocks glasses, whatever it is, they have all sorts of glasses. They have that distiller's tasting glass. 
check out premiumbarbproducts.com. They have that and they have a smaller number of glasses. So unlike our friends at distilleryproducts.com where you're actually doing a wholesale, you need to buy a whole case of glands or glasses, the premiumbarbproducts.com allows you to actually do a couple glasses here and there. So if you want a bigger order, reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with them. If you want to go ahead and you want to just put Zeke needs a haircut on a glass, go to premiumbarproducts.com and check that out. They are happy to help you. Great people, Carson, Vicky, Janie, all the good folks over there. Thank you and go to premiumbarproducts.com. Zeke, the folks can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Find us wherever you download a podcast. Please leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Where else can the folks find us? Hopefully in a barbershop soon, which, uh, you know, talk all the smack you want, bubs, but uh, you know you're jelly of this hair. I'm very jelly of that hair. Cheers. (laughs) Ciao.